everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And if you've been with us the last couple of weeks, you would know that we have sort of turned the corner into a whole new series based on our keys to freedom. The first two weeks of September, we spent some time talking through our first key in our counseling model, as well as our keys to freedom, which is our commitment to Christ. And last week, we started our discussion on healing life's hurts, which as most people know, is one of my favorite keys. I get to teach it and talk about it a lot. Um, We really just spent some time talking about what is healing life hurt. Um, What does it look like? What does it mean? And today we're kind of talking more about the practicality that they're able to really go, okay, practically, how do I put this to work and making sure that folks are equipped. And so today we're really going to just be talking about the practical side of allowing the Lord in to really have a voice to really guide and lead the process of praying through things and just really having a heart and a desire to show up and allow the Lord to do what Mm. he needs to do. And I know that the Lord is always faithful to make that clear for folks, whether or not they need someone to come alongside for a power of agreement. Or I know past times I've said, Lord, I'd really like to go to a counselor. And he says, no, you know what you need to do. You just need to show up and do it. And Mm. so really being mindful, even on the start of this conversation to kind of really gain the Lord's um, perspective on how to go about praying through hurts Mm -hmm. and allowing him to have that space. Yeah. And Jen, I think it's important too, to you, I think alluded to this maybe at the end of our podcast last week, Mm -hmm. but how important it is um, that people have that foundation of, of understanding what it means to hear from the Lord. Mm -hmm. You just talked about you and the Holy Spirit sitting down in the living room. And some people may be like, what in the world? I don't know that I've ever sat down with the Holy Spirit in my living room. But just so that people understand even what that means and what we're, what we're referring to when we say, let the Lord speak into that or talk to you about that or heal that. You know, I think it's really important that people first understand what it actually just means to let the Lord speak and to hear from the Lord. I mean, some of that is very, you know, just a little bit new and foreign to people. I know it was very new and foreign to me for a while, um, and I'd been a Christian for many, many years. And so I really want to encourage people to go back to, I think it was early August that we had a couple of podcasts on hearing the voice of God, because that, I mean, that's foundational for literally really our entire life, but it's very foundational to this specific key on letting the Lord into the hurts of your life. And so we just really want to make sure that you have that foundation. So I just encourage you to go back and listen to those. But as we have already mentioned, you know, just how important it is to invite Jesus into the healing process because of the fact that he has the ability to do something that literally no other person, no counselor, no book, no process can do outside of his miraculous touch. And so, you know, first and foremost, the practical side of healing life's hurts is that we are inviting Jesus into those memories and into those hurts Mm -hmm. that we've experienced in our life and really getting his perspective and his heart about those things that happen to us. And so, you know, I mean, at its core, that's that's what it is um, and letting him do what he does best. And Jen, I know that you're very passionate about what that <laughs> process even looks like. Yes, so go I for am. it. <laughs> Speaking well, <of> that. <laughs> I think that the first thing that comes to mind with that, too, is understanding that because God is God and because he's all knowing, he's able to look at my story from birth to right now and be able to point out those areas that need healed, that need to be touched, that need his perspective. Um, He also knows the areas that I'm not ready to deal with yet. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing that I am extremely passionate about is that when folks start praying through hurts and they really make 
an effort to go here that we don't go chasing down memories that we think are a good idea. Whether that's with a counselor, whether that's just with Holy Spirit in your living room, that we don't put our humanity and our understanding on things. There's a variety of reasons for that, but I think even as a counselor, I've watched over time, A, when I allow the Holy Spirit to lead, there is such a different level of wholeness and healing and acceleration to the process that comes because he's just cool like that. But secondarily, there is a protection that comes too, because if I think that I know better, or if I really go leading into areas where I'm not ready if I'm the one healing, or I'm leading that person into an area that they're not ready as the, as the person who's helping them in their healing journey, I have now set them up to be re-traumatized, open doors to things. It's just not wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so when you really are dealing with the hurts in someone's life for your own, it's really, really important that we're allowing the Lord to bring up the things that need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And what I have seen over time is that if I, let's say I have three or four sessions with someone and we know that those three or four sessions we're really gonna deal with some hurts, And we start with the first session, Lord, what is the memory that you want to deal with? He is faithful, A, to bring up that memory and B, to walk them all the way through. But if I go in and looking at their life story and go, these are the things we need to deal with, I A, may go chasing after things that don't need to be chased after because it could be hurtful or re-traumatizing that Mm -hmm. person. Or I may be just chasing little rabbits in my yard that have nothing to do with God's real agenda and plan for their healing process. Mm -hmm. Just because it makes sense to me doesn't mean that's the path he has. And I have just found time after time after time after time, he will bring up a memory that we may even both be a little surprised by. Like, what does that A have to do with with this situation? Or... I guess I don't see on the front end, Lord, how that holds that much weight. But then as he begins to unfold it, you begin to go, oh, that's why that is how that's attached to this lie or that's how this is attached to this area of unforgiveness in my life. And suddenly there's just this beautiful unfolding that Mm -hmm. happens that only the Holy Spirit could do Mm -hmm. that we in our humanity could never, ever, ever ever (laughs) begin to touch or begin to help kind of pull into place. And so that's always a big, big, big thing that I like to make sure that I point out. And, you know, you may be in a season, I think of myself praying through father wounds or whatever. I knew that was my season. I knew that that was maybe the topic that God was working on, but I didn't try to think of all the different situations that I needed to pray through regarding my dad. I just said, Lord, this is the area I know you want to heal me in. So I need you to start putting your finger on the memories or the circumstances, the situations, the lies or whatever, for me to be able to begin to hear your perspective. Mm -hmm. And as he does that, that's where the healing comes. Mm -hmm. And you come out on the other end going, oh my gosh, look what he just did. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, and I just think it's, that is so, so important for helpers to hear Mm -hmm. because you may know a lot about somebody's life story and you may know, for example, maybe that when you look at the situation, you're like, man, this person is really dealing with maybe abandonment issues. Mm -hmm. And I know that there was a point when they were four years old where their dad left the house and told them they would never come back. Like you think, clearly this is the answer. Like it was this moment. This is where it all started. We need to go back. We need to process that memory. And with the best of hearts and even you thinking like, I've got this figured out. I've got the answer. I know exactly where we need to go here. You can start leading people through that process. Mm -hmm. But like you said, to me, one of the most important pieces of this is just that they may not be ready. And if they're not ready, it's going to go badly. (laughs) So don't try to push them into places that you think Mm -hmm. is exactly where they need to go and they need to go there now or we're not going to get anywhere. You know, like you said, if when you let the Lord lead that process out, he's just so 
wonderful and his timing and just his grace is over whatever it is that he might be bringing up. And so, man, I just know that whenever I learned that, I thought about different scenarios where I probably hadn't done that very well with people where I thought, oh, I know exactly what we need to talk about right now and exactly what memories we need to go after. And, and so I just think that is such a huge, 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 uh, piece of this, this puzzle. So, you know, I think it's also important to just recognize the fact that we're going to be talking about all of our other keys to freedom in the weeks to come. But, you know, a lot of times this process of healing life's hurts really mm-hmm. links up a lot with some of these other keys. So and, pa- and part of the healing process is forgiveness and then renewing your mind to the lies and deception that the enemy attaches to those mm-hmm. hurts. And, and there's just so many different things that kind of can all interweave at one time. And so I think it's, you know, we're, we're going to be hitting on those in the days to come, but this is not just kind of like a standalone moment. A lot of times those other things are kind of happening at the same time. But Jen, you know, I do kind of want to go back when you mentioned uh, just that when the Lord brings up a specific memory, he's so faithful mm-hmm. to walk them through that whole process. So for somebody who's like, what in the world does that process right. look like? Where do you even start? Like if mm-hmm. I want to pray through something, what do I, I don't even know. I've never seen that done before. Right. What do I ask the Lord? Like, you know, there's some practical just questions that you could throw yes. out there for people. And I would repeat even a little bit of what we talked about last week. I think there's something to be said about, like, for instance, like I said, when I was in certain healing seasons, I knew, okay, this is sort of the the focus of this season. I know this is, this is an area the Lord wants to take me deeper and to heal me in. So I knew what that looked like. And then there was also that practical part of going, okay, Lord, but what does that need to look like before I go into my living room or go into a counseling session? Mm-hmm. What are you requiring of me? And the reality is that some folks who are listening that maybe are going, yeah, this may be something God's stirring in my heart. You may genuinely need to seek out a counselor. You may need to seek out a mentor. You may need to seek out someone who can walk you through this or even just being in prayer with you as you're walking it out. And so I think there's something to be said about on the front end going, Lord, what is your strategy when it comes to me walking through some healing in my life? What are you asking of me? Like for me, I knew God was like, you don't need to go seek a counselor. You know how to do this. You just need to be obedient to do it. But some folks genuinely may need that extra support. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's starting there, coupling up with knowing that, okay, Lord, you have to be the one that leads this. And so there is a confidence and a place of knowing, I know how to hear from the Lord. I know how to ask questions. I know how to receive from him. That there is just, even in just normal relationship with the Lord, really making sure that that place is cultivated. It doesn't mean that you have to be like super here, oh God. <laughs> like mm-hmm. That's not the point. But knowing that you know that God speaks, that I feel relatively confident that he's gonna show up and speak to me. Um, and that's something that I operate in on some level in my life. I think once you have those two pieces in place, then you're positioned to really start going there. And so typically, practically, what I would say is you probably want a prayer journal. You want to have a space to write down the things that the Lord's showing you. You want to make sure that you have plenty of space. This isn't something you're going to rush into and you only have 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like you need to make sure that you have some uninterrupted, quiet space to really spend doing this. Very practically, I would make sure you have some tissues on hand Mm -hmm. because that's also very helpful. But when it comes to questions to really ask as you're praying this through, some of those could include... Lord, is there a specific hurt in my life that you want to talk to me about today? Which may sound like a really simple question, but it's a really good one. Lord, what, is there any hurt? Is there any memory? Is there anything in my life that you want to talk about today? And if so, what is that? Um, Another one would be, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to know about this memory? And so that is a very open-ended question, 
But the way that it works is it allows the Lord just to have the space to begin to show you his perspective and to speak to you about what it is that he's wanting to show you. In addition, there's just the question of how did it affect me? So what did I kind of carry out of that hurt um, that maybe I'm still carrying now that I need to just be aware of? Another one is how do you see me and what do you want me to know about myself? I often very quickly when I'm praying someone through this, once you've heard about the hurt and you've recognized how it's affected you, there's something to be said about stopping throughout the process and being reminded of, Lord, what's the truth about who I am now? How do you see me now? Because what can happen is we're praying through hurt. Sometimes you can almost get inundated with the hard stuff that we, it helps to intentionally stop throughout that time and go, Lord, anything you want me to know, Mm -hmm. you know? Remind me how much I'm loved and how cool I am and how, how very safe I am in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it, it may feel like it's a little out of left field to go, Lord, what do you love about me in the middle of praying through a hurt? But it helps kind of keep us on track. Yeah. Um, another one is, is there anything else that you would like me to know or see about this memory? So as you can see, all of these questions are very much, Lord, what do you want me to know? What are you saying, Lord? It's very directed at his opinion, his perspective, his thoughts, his direction. It's not, these very specific questions that lead into what I think I need to hear. It's leaving it open-handed enough to go, God, you know what I need and you know what I need to see and know. And really at that point, I usually have people just ask, is there anything else you want me to break or release in prayer, which will hit more on our keys in the upcoming weeks. But often there may be lies that we believe. There may be areas of unforgiveness, you know, that God begins to reveal to us, whether that's towards ourselves, towards the person that hurt us, whatever it may be, just being really obedient, given that space for him to show us if there's anything else we need to address in prayer. And then I would say the last thing that I usually pray through with people is the practical next steps. Mm-hmm. What I have found over the years is that the Lord is very, very practical. He's a very action step kind of a guy. But I think sometimes we don't stop long enough to ask those questions. And so really asking him, okay, Lord, now that I've received this healing and I have this new revelation, what are you asking me to do now? Are there certain things I need to do? Are there certain relationships I need to be mindful of? Do I need to set some different boundaries? Is there a book I need to read Mm -hmm. right now? Like, is there a conversation I need to have? Like the practical steps that then take that healing typically to a whole new level, but it really allows us to walk out what he's done. And what it does is it doesn't leave it. It's at this one really cool moment in time with God in my living room, Mm -hmm. but now I'm actually putting work to it and putting steps to it. So it begins to really get rooted in who I am. Mm -hmm. And it allows the Lord to continue to the working process of what he's doing. Awesome stuff. Jen, as we wrap up, just kind of the practical side of Healing Life's Hurts today. I do, I just want to go back. I know we've said this a few times today, but I'm really glad that you brought it up again. There are probably some people listening to this podcast who are thinking, man, you're talking about some like mm-hmm. conversations with God and him saying stuff to you. And I've never experienced that. And I'm pretty sure I can't. Like right. that's just for people in this camp or that, you know, are super spiritual and can Mm -hmm. hear from him like that. So good for them. But clearly this is not going to be for me, you know. And so I just want to, I guess, just acknowledge that there are probably some people listening that may be kind of feeling that right now. And, And like you said, that is an area of your life that maybe the next step for you is just to kind of start to give him that a shot, like Mm -hmm. just trying to cultivate that. Because I can absolutely guarantee you that no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you feel like you are spiritually right now, that God really, really, really does want to speak to you. And you're not like the one person that he's just kind of like not interested in talking to. 
that he really has a heart to speak to you just like he has to speak to literally anybody in the world. And so mm-hmm. part of the practical piece of that may be that you just kind of start asking him some questions. And, and what I encourage you to do actually is if you go to our website at mercymultiplied.com and I'll give you the directions on how to get to this thing, you go under our resources and under resources, you'll see a place where you can click on that says freedom tools. And under freedom tools, there is actually, it's a like a PDF document that you can click on that the title is hearing the voice of God. And it just has a very brief, you know, teaching on hearing the voice of God, which you can actually hear pretty much most of that teaching in our podcasts from early August. But what that document also has on it is just some questions, mm-hmm. just some ideas of questions to ask the Lord. And on a very practical level, if you just will like write that question down in your journal and then just get quiet and just ask the Lord to to speak I really just believe that as you kind of just are practicing that, it's gonna, it, you're gonna start to experience that. You're gonna start hearing from him and you're gonna start gaining a confidence that you can hear That's from right. him, which is huge. And I mean, I can just personally speak to this because I've literally just been walking through this at a whole new level in the last few months of my own life mm-hmm. of just thinking, man, I just wish I heard from him better. I wish it was more clear. I wish I had more of those moments where I was just like, man, I feel like the Lord just told me this, you know? Totally. And I just had to start practicing it. I just had to start doing it. And I started realizing that I'm not some like kind of second level Christian here who can't hear from him like other people can, you know? And so anyway, my heart is just for people who might find themselves in that place. Um, and, And when you start to kind of cultivate that part of your walk with the Lord, this whole process of healing lives hurts and letting him speak into that and Mm -hmm. heal those places is going to just take off, I think, to a whole new level. So maybe if what we've described today is a little overwhelming to you or almost seemingly impossible to you, (laughs) then maybe again, your next step is just to start giving it a shot and asking him to speak and giving him space and giving him quiet and just, you know... I just believe with all my heart that he's not going to not show up. That's right. And it's just a matter of putting first things first. Mm -hmm. Because when the time comes to start praying through these types of things, you're going to be in a position to know that there is a confidence and that Mm -hmm. you do know God speaks. But to try and dive into this without that would kind of be putting the cart before the horse. And so, and that's okay. Yeah. It's, it really is just that step-by-step place. And as we say every time, he's so faithful and so committed to the entire process. Mm -hmm. I really believe God loves process, whether we do or not is not the point, I think. But he really, really does. Absolutely. So uh, next week, we are going to be jumping into our next key to freedom, uh, which is renewing the mind. And so we are, I always get really excited about that one. I think it's just a very, very important piece to the the healing journey and our choices that bring change model. And so we're really excited about that and hope that you will join us then. Mm -hmm.